We're privileged to have Pastor Tommy Hayes back again. Tommy's spoken here a number of times. It's, uh, it's always fun when he's here. We don't know what's going to happen today. So uh, everybody, please welcome Pastor Tommy Hayes. Thank you, Kevin. So I feel like it's at your house. You never know what's going to happen. <laughs> uh, I did that. It is great to see uh, some of my old friends and some new friends here. Thank you all very much for uh, having me back. I brought uh, my wife, Rocio, and uh, today some, uh, some of our grandkids and my son, Elijah. So uh, glad to be with you all and bring some of the family. Uh, I know we really need to uh, pray hard today because tomorrow... Elijah gets his learner's permit, so he'll be out on the road. <laughs> so, big day, big day in our journey. And Kevin, and I, I can tell, I, I never realized this, but uh, this must be my favorite shirt. Because coming in, uh, either Cindy or someone says, you know, oh, I saw the pink shirt, I know it must be Tommy Hayes coming. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, Randy asked me, while they were away in Hawaii, and here we are in San Antonio, would I, would I continue? He's on this journey about understanding uh, uh, the life of Jesus. And he asked me, would I speak a couple of Sundays about the healing ministry of Jesus and our participation, embracing that, and how to receive that. So, so that's exciting. I mean, that's, sometimes you're preaching about the, uh, the suffering ministry of Jesus or sometimes the rebuking ministry. You know, you Pharisees, you hypocrites. So how exciting to get to minister about the healing ministry of Jesus. And so we want to... Um, just hear God's Word today, and, but to experience God's Word today as well. Uh, today, I want to just draw a few of those key points from His story and from the journey of Jesus, but also how we can experience that ourselves. We'll have prayer ministry and, and save some time to do prayer ministry with your team, and uh, Rocio and I will be here to pray with you. But uh, we don't want to just have a teaching about Jesus. We want to experience the healing of Jesus, right? I love that passage of Scripture when it talks about uh, Jesus was a gathering in Luke five seventeen, And many had come into the synagogue that day. And it says that the power of God was present to heal and you know in the journey of Jesus he's one man as he goes through his ministry a man of God Jesus of Nazareth in obedience to the father everything he's doing on the earth during that 33 years he's doing as the son of man and the nature of man though he's eternally God the Bible says in Philippians 2 he sets aside the glory of God and humbled himself in the likeness of human flesh and blood and so he's showing us during his lifetime on earth how to be submitted to the Father, obedient to the Father, yielded to the Father, but doing everything in the power of the Holy Spirit. That's how he began his ministry. As he began his ministry, he said, the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because he's anointed me to bring good news to the poor, to minister healing and life and freedom. He was proclaiming the coming of the kingdom of God and ministering it in the power of God. And everything he's doing, he's doing by the power of the Holy Spirit. So he was one man at one time going along his journey with his disciples. And it says there in the synagogue that day, the, the power of God was present to healed. But where is Jesus today? You know, Jesus has ascended to heaven. Jesus is the right hand of the Father. And Jesus has poured out the Holy Spirit 
the Spirit of Christ, the Spirit of Jesus Christ here among us, right? Who's the body of Christ on the earth today? Isn't that us? We are the body of Christ. And that Spirit of Christ, the Holy Spirit of God, the power of God that was present to heal through the ministry of Jesus is the same power of God that's present to heal today. Who believes that? All right. Uh, Jesus tells us in Matthew 18, whenever two or more gather together, He is with us. Are we two or more gathered together today? So we know Jesus is with us. And that same power that was with Jesus, present to heal, is the same power of God, the only, same Holy Spirit of God that's present here today to heal. Anybody here ever experienced the healing presence of God in your life? Now look around, a lot of hands here. God heals in many different ways. You know, He heals physically, He heals emotionally, He heals mentally, He heals in our relationships, He heals in whatever is broken or wounded or hurting in our lives. Jesus comes to heal. And we've experienced His healing grace, His healing power. But in the ministry of Jesus, the ministry of Jesus in His church, we should come expecting to experience Him every day. And especially when we gather here on these times where we're together together in the community of faith together to expect His healing grace, His healing power. So let's just pray for that, uh, that expectancy in our hearts today. That we would hear the Word of God, but we'd also experience the presence of God here today. Would you join with me? Lord Jesus. Let's just pray that out loud. Lord Jesus. You brought us here today. We are the body of Christ, filled with the Spirit of Christ. And we welcome you in this place. We welcome you here in our hearts, here in our bodies, here in our emotions, here in our thoughts, here in our relationships, here in every dimension of our lives. We ask you to be present with your power to heal. In Jesus' name, amen. Now God will answer that prayer. And let's give him opportunity, opportunity to answer that prayer today. Not just today, but every day, but especially today when we come, when we ask God, when we come expectantly into his presence. The healing ministry of Jesus is not just a, a fringe element or just something that every now and then flowed out of him. In fact, when, uh, remember when Jesus was on the earth, he was ministering primarily to the lost house of Israel, right? To the Jewish people there in, in uh, Judea and Samaria, there in Galilee and all the areas where he went around. Uh, but after the pouring out of the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Jesus was released to all the earth, to the Gentiles as well as the Jews. And when, when Peter, the apostle, begins to minister and share that word in the book of Acts, Acts chapter 10, to the, to the broader world beyond the, the lost house of Israel, he speaks about the healing ministry of Jesus at the heart of the very message. That's in Acts chapter 10, verse 34. says, Then Peter began to speak to them. I truly understand that God shows no partiality. But in every nation, everyone who hears Him and does what is right, 
is acceptable to Him. And you know the message He sent to the people of Israel, preaching peace by Jesus Christ. He is Lord of all. And that message spread throughout Judea, beginning in Galilee. And after the baptism that John announced, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. How He went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. For God was with Him. And we are witnesses over all the earth to this. So, as Peter begins to proclaim, what was the ministry of Jesus? Yes, salvation. Yes, the cross is at the heart of it always. But right along with the message, this good news that Jesus is Lord of all, is affirming how this Jesus of Nazareth, anointed with the Holy Spirit of God and with power, went about all that region healing those who were wounded, those who were broken, those who were sick, those who needed the healing power of God in their lives and setting them free from the works of the devil. Do you believe Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever? That same Jesus that went about proclaiming that message and letting people experience the love of God revealed through the healing presence of God is the same God who's here with His Spirit, with His power in the name of Jesus. The ministry of Jesus. Let's be expectant today. Asking Him to move in our hearts today. I just invite you even right now. Ask God. Lord, is there something in my heart where I need Your healing today? Is there something in my mind where I need your healing today? Is there something in my emotions where I need your healing today? Is there something in my body where I need healing today? Something in my relationships where I need your healing? Isn't that the heart of God according to the Word of God? And He invites us to humble ourselves. He invites us to draw near to Him. He invites us to ask and to receive. In fact, um, today... As I go through a few of the stories of the ministry of Jesus and weave in as, as the Holy Spirit would lead, I have in mind these four things. One is to have the humility to ask. When we talk about the healing ministry of Jesus and receiving it, experiencing, one step is the humility to ask. Number two is the faith to believe. To really experience the healing ministry of Jesus, we want to ask for faith. We want to ask for faith to believe. To believe Him, to believe God, to believe that He loves us, that He's for us, that this is part of His expression of love for us. Faith to believe. And number three, commitment to receive. There is, while healing comes from God, He is the healer, we're not. Anything good comes from God. But God invites us to participate in His healing presence, His healing power. That is the commitment to receive, a, a willingness in our hearts to receive, to embrace what He's doing, what He desires to do, a commitment to receive. And then a commission to go, to go and to share, to go and to minister, to go and to love, to go and to be a vessel of the love of God with others. Those four things. I, it's a big topic, the healing ministry of Jesus, right? And I said, Lord, Lord, I, I want to have about 30 minutes to preach and about... A lot of time to pray. What would you have me share with my good friends at the vineyard? Those four things. Humility to receive. 
faith to believe. Commitment to receive. And commission to go. So let's look at that. Because God does invite us to participate with His healing power. You know, God is sovereign. God can move. He can do anything He wants to do. Anytime He wants to do it. Amen? But at the same time, He wants us to learn the principles of the kingdom of God. He wants us to, to grow in maturity, to grow in our experience of God, to grow in our experience to share the love of God with others. So He does invite us to participate. So in the healing ministry of Jesus, humility to, humility to ask. I think of the story about Bartimaeus in Matthew, uh, uh, Mark chapter 10. Here if you don't see some of those patterns of the Lord in this story. Mark 10, 46. And they came to Jericho. And he and his disciples and a large crowd were leaving Jericho. Bartimaeus, son of Timaeus, a blind beggar, was sitting by the roadside. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Now have a picture, there, there's this blind man, Bartimaeus, and he's by the side of the road, and he says he's a blind man, but notice it doesn't just say he's a blind man, he says he's a blind beggar. Because God wants to express His power not only to minister healing to His blindness, to His body, but also to His heart. A blind beggar, just think of, of what that does to your mind, to your emotions, to your sense of belonging and community and, and being someone who's off on the side of the road and you're begging instead of somebody who has a job and they're productive and they're working and honored in society. Can you imagine that this man Bartimaeus needed healing in his body, but he needed healing in his heart. He needed healing in his emotions. He needed healing in his sense of identity and self-esteem. And so he's there on the side of the road and he hears Jesus is coming by. So what was the heart of Bartimaeus? Did he say something in his heart like, well, if God wants me to be healed, God will heal me. Did he say that? Did he say, well, theologically, God is the sovereign one and who am I to ask God to do anything? God in His sovereignty, if He wants me healed, He'll heal me. If He wants me blind, I'll be blind. If He wants me suffering and having a, a, a sense of low self-esteem or, or worrying about where my next coin is going to come from, then He'll provide for me or He'll leave me on the side of the road. Anybody ever tempted to think like that? Now be honest. <laughs> Uh, I see that hand. <laughs> we are. We, we tend to put it all off on God. And God is sovereign. God is in charge. But God in His sovereignty has chosen to move on this earth through His power, with His love, and to invite us to participate with God. And so part of why this story is in the Bible is to let us see that part of participating with God in healing is the humility to ask. Is that a picture of humility? Is that a picture of desperate humility by Bartimaeus? He hears Jesus walking by. He says, Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me. 
You know, we, we have a healing prayer ministry over at Rafa God Ministries. And, and people come from different streams and denominations and churches to come and receive ministry. Uh, what, mo- most of it is focused on inner healing, healing from the inside out. God, healing our woundedness, healing our brokenness, healing the brokenhearted, setting the captives free from the strongholds of the enemy who wants to hold us captive to where we are. And God wants to come and set us free. That's exciting to experience that. But sometimes that takes a lot of courage to press through and pick up the phone and make an appointment. Sometimes when we go out and minister like this or to the nations, it takes a lot of courage for somebody sitting out here in the message to come up and ask for prayer. Because in a way, we have a tendency. Something wants us to hold back. Something keeps us from humbling ourselves before God to ask. Sometimes that why we need humility is because we, we need to humble ourselves inside the Lord so He can lift us up. Sometimes it's kind of a false humility. We'll, we'll go ask for prayer for our mother-in-law or prayer for our child that's sick or prayer for our son that's going to start to drive and everybody needs our prayers. <laughs> we'll pray for others, but sometimes is it hard to ask for prayer for ourselves? Anybody here ever feel like that? that but, but we need to recognize that's a plan of the enemy of our souls to hold us back from receiving the fullness of all that God desires for us. Pride is the opposite of humility. And pride's not just, oh, I'm proud of the spurs or proud of my kids or grandkids. Pride in the Bible is I'm going to do what I need to do to take care of myself and it's all about me and I'm thinking about me. So if I'm thinking about myself and that keeps me from humbling myself before God and asking where I have a need, that's a form of pride. Sometimes pride keeps us from participating in the healing presence of God. Right here this morning, the presence of God, the power of God is present to heal. And God is inviting us, I believe, to set aside pride. To say, Lord, show me, is there something you would want to touch in me, touch in me today that I can lay before you, that I can cry out to you, Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me. Not just mercy on those that are on my heart. Not just mercy on the the children in China. Not just mercy on the kids in Panama. Praise God, we want to pray for all those things. But also, isn't there room to say, oh God, have mercy on me. Can we just say that to the Lord? Oh God, Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me. Is that okay to ask? See, we just overcome pride by asking that, by praying that. God invites us to pray that. And you know, as Bartimaeus is crying out, Jesus, have mercy on me. Some of them didn't like that. Some of them in the church circle, in the synagogue, in the gathering of the people of faith, they they were irritated by that. People around Bartimaeus, it says, many sternly ordered him to be quiet. Sometimes do you have a thought that comes to your mind or something moves on your heart. You be quiet. Don't you ask for help. There are many here today that have a lot more needs more than me. There's somebody here that, that needs Jesus a lot worse than I do today. Anybody tempted to ever think like that? <laughs> huh? <laughs> so it's okay. It's good and right. 
and a joyful thing to say, oh, Lord, have mercy on me, to ask for me. So let's just silence the voice of the accuser that says, you be quiet. Don't you ask for help. This isn't for you. He'll heal others. He won't heal you. This is somebody else's time that's more precious. Can we just uh, stand against the accuser right now? Yep. I, as as y'all, y'all that know me know that I like to lead in prayer in agreement. When two or more gather together, agreeing on anything, asking in the name of Jesus, that's as we receive. So when we speak these things out loud, when we come in agreement in prayer, we're just uh, participating in God's principles of the kingdom of God to come into agreement. Power of life and death is in the tongue. The words we speak, and when we're in agreement, we're welcoming the Spirit of God, the power of God to be here. So just join with me. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we pray you'd silence the voice of our accuser. We take the authority we have as children of God, in the name of Jesus, by the power of the blood of Jesus. We command every voice to be silent that would lie to us. That would accuse us. That would keep us from receiving your mercy. Even here today. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I just agree in the name of Jesus with every person. And agree with that prayer. We speak in Jesus' name. We command pride, uh, false humility, Accusation, condemnation, go in the name of Jesus. Release us today in the name of Jesus. And we say in His place, come Holy Spirit. Let's pray that. Come Holy Spirit. Come set us free. Give us humility that we can receive Your mercy. Humility to ask in the name of Jesus. Amen. See, God's preparing the way of the Lord here in our hearts. Seeking in. Though many sterned him to order him to be quiet, but he cried out even the more loudly. See, anybody here ever had disappointment in prayer? No hands? <laughs> I've sure been disappointed plenty of times. Every time I'm praying with somebody, Lord, I want to see the miracle. Lord, I want to see the breakthrough. Now, we all have different places in ministry. Ours primarily is the inner healing kind of ministry where we see breakthroughs along the way, but in a, a journey of healing. It's layer by layer and step by step, but there are breakthroughs along the way. We have these two-hour sessions. I know some of y'all have been to our ministry for some of those two-hour sessions. Uh, and we're praying to see some fruit, some breakthrough, and, and amazingly, so many times, somebody comes in and they're sad, or they're crying, or they're angry, or they're disappointed, or depressed, or discouraged, and somehow by the power of God, not by the power of our ministers, but by the power of God who flows through the body of Christ, we see lives changed right there. Breakthroughs right there. So many people leave with joy, leave with peace. You know, our, we like to have them listening. Well, what's the Lord showing you? What's the Lord doing? And so many times they may begin with, I can't even hear God, I can't even see God, or I'm angry. But by the end, I feel peace, and I feel joy, and sometimes there's laughter, and sometimes there's praises. So it's exciting to see the breakthroughs along the way. But we don't always see the breakthroughs every time we pray. But God is inviting us to pray, to ask, to humble ourselves, to ask. To ask even for the gift of faith, to believe. Commitment to receive. 
That's our participation with God. And when it doesn't happen, it isn't like, so God, your word's not true. Or God, I'm not going to pray anymore. Or God, I'm not going to risk being disappointed anymore. No, Jesus taught us to pray, Father, your kingdom come, your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. God wouldn't ask us to pray that unless we needed to pray that his will is not completely done on earth yet, is it? His kingdom isn't fully manifested on earth yet, is it? So he invites us to pray, to expectantly pray. Your kingdom come, your will be done here on earth, here in my heart, here in my body, here in this person I'm praying with. And when we see it in a moment, that's a miracle. Most of the time, that happens little by little, step by step, breakthroughs along the way. But where we've been disappointed by not seeing the breakthrough, even that God invites us to give it to Him. Because He wants us to persist in humility to ask, but also the faith to believe. But one way our faith to believe takes a hit is when we get disappointed. Let's just lay disappointment before the Lord. Is that all right? Dear Lord, I admit sometimes I have been disappointed. My prayers, it seems, have not been answered. The healing didn't come as I expected. And I admit I'm disappointed. And sometimes it's hard to have faith to believe now. Sometimes it's hard to have humility to even ask now. So, Lord, set me free from disappointment, from discouragement, from any mindset that just accepts it. Contrary to your word, I renounce that in the name of Jesus. And I ask you to come, Holy Spirit. Restore my faith. Restore my humility. Humility to ask. Faith to believe. And then commitment to receive. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I agree with every person who's just acknowledging that before you and in my own heart. Lord, you know we live in a broken, fallen world. And you are at work. You're moving in our lives. But at the same time, there is an enemy. Jesus, you said in John 10.10, I came that you'd have life and have it abundantly. But you also said there is a thief who comes to steal, to kill, and destroy. And Lord, you know every way the enemy of our souls tries to block your will and block your word and get us discouraged and holding back. But Lord, we thank you that greater is the one who's in us than the ones in the world. And we pray you'd rise up within us and push out and break off of us discouragement, disappointment, anything that would hinder our faith, anything that would block our humility. We renounce that and command it to go in the name of Jesus. Come, Holy Spirit. Let's pray that. Come, Holy Spirit. Restore our faith. Restore our humility, even today, in the name of Jesus. Um, you know, been plenty of times where I've not seen it happen, and plenty of times where I'm tempted not to step in in faith, but just a couple of weeks ago, at our ministry, we have these different teams. I see Linda and Martha, a couple of our prayer team ministers right there, and others, we'll see you <laughs> Uh, we meet once a week just to have community, relationship, pray for one another, encourage one another, go through the Bible studies, you know, learn, process how to pray with, with people that are coming for ministry. But a couple of weeks ago, one of the ladies on our afternoon team, Wednesday afternoon, 
uh, she was squirming in her in her seat on the couch. Uh, yes, our ministry has a couch. You know, you're welcome to come in and have your seat on the couch. We'll pray for you. Uh, but she's squirming on the couch during our team meeting, and I said, uh, I won't say her name. I said, uh, what, what, what's the matter? She goes, oh, I'm in so much pain. My, my back, you know, it's, uh, it really bothers me, and, you know, most of the time it's under control, but I, just, I can't even hardly stand to sit. And sometimes you'll see her, she'll kind of stand up, and we think she's just praising God, but turns out that her back hurts. <laughs> and she, it was really, really hurt. I said, well, how, how much is it hurting right now? Really bad? So we're like scale of zero to ten how bad she is. It's about an eight, to be honest with you. I said, well, let's pray. Now that's stepping out of faith, isn't it? I sensed that the presence of God, the power of God was present to heal. Just like it always is wherever Jesus is present. But sometimes he moves in us to have faith, to expect. I said, all right, so let us pray for you. What's going on? Well, uh, just I've always had a problem because one leg is shorter than the other and my back is kind of crooked and my muscles hurt. I said, okay, we'll just sit against, we have a little uh, uh, place, it's a fake fireplace, you know, it makes a great look of the, the flame that burns there. So I had her sit right back against the fireplace like that, like if you'd sit back against your seat and, you know, I kneeled down in front of her, had her stretch out her legs and our team all got around her, I'm holding her head, you know, I look like the TV Healing evangelist, you know, <laughs> and uh, so I'm just, you know, I'm just a Methodist minister, not a <laughs> TV healing evangelist, all right? So, but I'm holding her legs in my hand, and sure enough, one leg is an inch shorter than the other. And so we started to pray, Father God, in the name of Jesus, would you just stretch out that leg, Lord? Anything that's out of order, out of alignment, causes pain, just start to stretch out that leg, Father, in Jesus' name. We just speak in Jesus' name to, to those bones and those muscles. Relax, be, be in alignment in the name of Jesus. And shoo, right in front of us, her leg grew out. And we're all excited. We're saying, hey, hey, wow. And she stands up, she's moving around, saying, how's the pain? How's the pain now? Wow, it's a lot better. It's a lot better. What is it? You said it was an eight. Well, I'd say it's down to a two. Now, is that a miracle? <laughs> That's God taking pain from an eight down to a two, lining up her bones, lining up her muscles. We prayed some more. Lord, we just bless what you're doing. Continue to manifest that. She was full of joy and peace. God ministered healing power to her. Now, you know, it doesn't happen every time. We get disappointed. We pray for people we love. We pray for ourselves. Sometimes it happens in a moment like that. That's a miracle. Who thinks God still moves in miracles today? Who thinks God would even move miraculously here this morning? See, we ought to come expecting miracles, expecting power. That's the healing ministry of Jesus Christ. It doesn't always happen in a moment. And when it doesn't, we get discouraged and we hold back. And I believe the Lord is saying, stop holding back. Anybody agree with me? Let's just declare that in the name of Jesus. No, no, let's do this. Look at your neighbor. <laughs> in the name of Jesus, stop holding back. <laughs> All right. Now point at yourself. <laughs> in the name of Jesus, stop holding back. Amen. Amen. We just command that thing that makes us hold back, that makes us doubt, that makes us uh, let pride rise up in us where we won't humble ourselves to ask, where we won't embrace the faith to believe, where we won't live into the commitment to receive. We're renouncing that in the name of Jesus. 
We're daring to step out on faith. We're daring to ask again. Who here is willing to ask again? See, that's what we ought to be. We ought to be a community of faith where we're daring to ask again. We're daring to expect again. Even here today, we're going to be praying with people up here to expect today. Let's just say that. In the name of Jesus, I'm expecting today. Praise God. Now, you know, Bartimaeus, he cried out and the, they, he pressed through the crowds that said, don't, don't cry out, be quiet. But then I love this. Verse 49, and Jesus stood still. See, there's something about humility. There's something about the children of God crying out to God. There's something about when we let faith rise up in our hearts, Jesus stands still. For us, that's just acknowledging that Jesus is here. In those days, he was one man, son of man, in the nature of man, walking about Judea, Jerusalem, Samaria, Galilee, that region. But today, Jesus is here. Who thinks Jesus is here right now? Jesus stands still when we cry out to him. Jesus stands still when we humble ourselves to ask, when we ask for the faith to believe, when we ask for the power, the commitment to receive from him. Jesus stands still. Jesus is here. We're two or more gathered in his name. And it says in Matthew 18, the same scripture that's talking about where two or you are gathered in my name. I'm there in the midst of you. That's also where it says, whatever you shall bind on earth shall be bound. Whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Who's the you that Jesus is talking about? Isn't that us? So it's saying it's God's power, the power of the Holy Spirit, but through us, when we speak, when we bind, when we command a spirit to be bound, when we command uh, the disease to be bound, He's acting upon our words, upon our faith. It's His power, but He's sending us to bind it. And when it says loose, whatever you loose on earth, loosed in heaven, that's to undo what shouldn't be there. We loose away that sickness. We loose away that disease. We loose away that depression, discouragement, that demonic stronghold. Be gone in the name of Jesus. See, God's the one who does it. It's His power. It's His authority. But God has chosen in His sovereignty to release His power through us. Right? Hold, hold up your right hand. Right, say, this is God. He's the healer. He's the deliverer. But God has chosen to release His power through me. So go ahead, put up your left hand. <laughs> See, it's God's power through me. That keeps your theology straight about this. We're not the healer. God is. But God does invite us to participate, to enter in. Sometimes we get discouraged. I was discouraged when uh, I had a fall, fell into a ditch. And uh, my arm slid down a rock wall, slid down into this four-foot deep ditch at night <laughs> full of water. So it hurt my toe, hurt my knee, hurt my shoulder. In fact, fell down. They had to come put ice on it. In fact, it was stuck. I couldn't raise my arm higher than this. But in the name of Jesus, I'm healed. <laughs> I'm receiving. I'm not going to take this. In Jesus' name, I had all my teams there at Rafa God Ministries praying for me. Every time we'd have a team meeting, Lord, heal me. Lord, heal my arm, my shoulder. Uh, even went to a chiropractor, right, Nigel? <laughs> I said, take a look at this. Is there something you can do? And he says, I don't think I can do anything with that. 
So I was saving up. You know how your insurance deductibles start over in January every year? So I was toughing it out, waiting to get to, Jan to January. And, you know, God, I know you heal in many day ways. You'll use doctors. you use medicine. you use herbs. you use any truth that's on this earth. Any true healing comes from God, right? He's the healer, but he uses people and he uses things. So I'm crying out for the miracle. I'm crying out for healing, but I'm also willing for God to use the means he chooses. Sometimes you just have to be like Naaman and go, you know, dip yourself in the Jordan River seven times. Whatever God says, you better go do it. So I'm waiting for January to come. And so our family, we went out to see my mom in Ridosa, New Mexico. It's a great place to go see your mom for Christmas. <laughs> she used to live in... West Texas, it wasn't as much fun to go see her. <laughs> Went up, and we got in really, it's a long drive to New Mexico, right? So we get in about midnight or so, and get in the bed, and um, get up the next morning, and I'm in there, I hear my uh, stepfather, you know, making coffee, and so I go up and goes, hey, hey, glad you all got in last night, how are you doing? And I said, well, you know, uh, um, pretty pretty good, but it's been kind of hard to sleep lately because, you know, my shoulder has been hurting, and, uh, you know, I can't lift it up above. Wow. 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 God healed me. It was a miracle. Praise God. But it didn't happen a moment. It wasn't like Bartimaeus and the healing of a moment. It was praying, and it was coming in agreement. It was asking people to pray for me, but... In time, not my time, but apparently God's time, he healed me. And that has released me to, to be more aggressive in my prayers and holding on by faith, and even when we get disappointed. So now I encourage you all today, don't be disappointed by disappointments of the past. Let's press into God. He invites us to have humility, uh, to ask. He invites us to have um, faith to believe. Without faith, it's impossible to prove Please God. Please God. Can you all say that with me? Please God. Thank you. Thank you. Somebody had to help me get that out of my mouth. We, we need his humility to ask. His faith to believe. So many stories we could let out where, woman, your faith has saved you. Your faith has made you well. The centurion, Jesus, healed his servant. Even he was there because he understood faith. He understood authority. Faith. We need to ask God for the gift of faith. But then the commitment to receive. Many stories where Jesus says, take up your mat and walk. Take up your bed, go. Uh, it speaks to the lepers, you know. Go and show yourself to the priests. See, go. Uh, the, the blind men. He says, uh, as you go to the pool of Siloam. Go and now wash your eyes in the pool. And as he washed his eyes, he was healed. There's something about responding to God. That's what I mean by the, the commitment to receive. See, God invites us to act it out, to take a step of faith. You know, move your arm. <laughs> Stand up and move around. See if the pain is better. What about our hearts when God's healing our hearts? Take a step of trusting again. Take a step of, of daring to receive joy and peace again and give it over to God. God invites us to have commitment to receive. And then the commission to go. Just like Bartimaeus, just like the other people in the gospel stories. As Jesus encountered them, they couldn't wait to go serve him. They couldn't go wait to share, share others what God had done for them. So I believe that's the heart today. And I'm I see I, I need more time to share with you all the passion that's my heart, but I want to have time to pray. But as we pray today, 
come and receive it. I know some will, some will need to go, but I want to invite uh, uh, Martha and Kevin and y'all's prayer ministry team, everybody on your ministry, would y'all come up here? Uh, I invite them to have some um, worship music in the background. I want to say a prayer for you, but I want you to not just leave. If, if God was showing you something in your heart for him to touch, let's come believing that the presence of God is here to heal, that he invites us to humble ourselves and to have commitment to receive, faith to believe, and then to go share it, to go show it. I believe even as we've been resting here, uh, the rest of you, y'all have more prayer ministry team to come join us? All right, good, good. Yes, I, I think we're going to have a lot. Rocio, would you come join me when we're praying? So, yes, God, God moves in our hearts even right now, but there's something about getting up out of your chair, taking a step of faith. Let Linda, you come jo- join us too. She's part of our ministry. Is that all right to allow Linda to come minister with us? So let's just pray this now as the music begins. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we believe you're here. That your presence is here with power to heal. Help us be humble. Help us be full of your faith. With a commitment to receive from you. And then to go and to share everywhere you send us. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we just thank you for bringing us here today. And what you've been doing is we just heard your word. This is the word of God going forth. And Lord, let it have its way in us. And Lord, we're just here to pray. We're here to to minister with your healing love and grace of God. And any particular need, particular burden, Lord, where we're just laying it before you today. So come and heal. Come and free us. Come and fill us afresh with your spirit. And then send us forth, Lord, to share this good news of your kingdom everywhere you send us. In the name of Jesus, amen. Please come.